Sadie dog over there uh, begging for shit, sniffing the ground, gonna try and find something. It's the Elemental Podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody. It is a Monday, Monday, Monday. Uh, January tenth, twenty twenty-two. Uh, if you're new to the podcast. Which you very well may be. I uh, I don't know. I'd like to uh, I'd like to talk about this quickly if I could. Um, apparently, uh, I got played on another podcast. <laughs> uh, I got uh, played. My rant got played. On uh, the podcast, Who Are These Podcasts? <laughs> and, uh, who Are These Podcasts are dudes who listen to other podcasts and I think normally hammer them and take them down harshly. <laughs> so my podcast is perfect for that podcast to review. The, how it went is on my Patreon uh i had a huge rant i went nuts uh a week or two ago uh because the concert i was supposed to go see got canceled because of the rona and uh i mean this was really kind of it was something that i was really looking forward to i actually purchased tickets to the concert like nine months in advance (laughs) <laughs> and I knew when I bought tickets, I'm like, fuck, this is probably not going to happen. I'm taking a huge risk because I was under the assumption that human beings would do the right thing and uh, do whatever they could to kind of make sure that this pandemic that we still continue to live in, even after two plus years, <laughs> whatever, uh, we, that we would do the right goddamn thing. And apparently not, because the, the concert got canceled and uh, I lost my fucking mind. <laughs> if you're a regular to the podcast, you know what I'm talking about. And if you're new to the podcast, stick around. I'll, I'll, I will go on a tirade, a rant. I will lose my fucking mind. Uh, and for those who don't know, if you're new... This podcast is a constant swearing and occasionally funny. That is uh, that's the tagline of the show because that's what it is. I swear a hell of a lot more than I am funny. <laughs> I, and again, for those who don't know, if you're looking for a quick background on uh, who I am, who I be, who I is, who I was. I was a uh, stand-up comedian for 16 years. Of course, you don't fucking know me. <laughs> and uh, I did social work. I was a, I was a therapist. 
How about that, everybody? This guy was a therapist. Apparently, they'll give anybody a, a fucking license. As long as you're able to talk to fucking uh, weirdos and assholes and not assault them, you're good to go. <laughs> I never assaulted a client. <laughs> I wanted to, never did. So the uh, so the rant, uh, I was I was asked by podcast Patreon subscriber uh, Mike Pellerito if he could pass the the rant on to. Uh, our mutual buddy, Eric Zane, who uh, loves my rants. He loves when I lose my shit. He loves when I have a stroke. Uh, my head explodes. He loves that. So I was like, yeah, go ahead, Mike. Whatever. Go ahead. Go Do it. I know Zane loves it. Zane doesn't subscribe to the Patreon. Uh, feel free to uh, pass it along. And he did. And I, uh, Zane uh, played it on his podcast. And then Zane apparently shared it with uh, with those guys who are these podcasts. Because he had been on that show. They, they had critiqued his podcast. And then they had him on as a guest. And uh, as far as I know, he continues to have a positive relationship with them. Because he, as I mentioned, he sent it along to them. And then they did, they, they played it. I got a uh, listener, Mark, sent it along to me. He's like, oh, God, your rant made who are these podcasts? And apparently they start playing it or talking about it in minute 48 of their podcast and i'm like oh that's great that's great man uh and i asked them like i was just like oh my god i know these guys can be very harsh and i know they can they're they're honest you know whatever and here i'm gonna tell you guys this too my podcast sucks balls <laughs> and i'm aware that it sucks balls and i'm comfortable that it sucks balls i just don't necessarily want to hear it from other people <laughs> If that makes any sense. And so I was like, oh, man, did they destroy me? And he's like, no, they enjoyed it. He's like, give it a listen. And I said, I'm always afraid, because I am. I'm always afraid. Even if it's positive stuff, I, f I feel very uncomfortable if there's a positive review. And he's like, uh, it's actually a good show. Started listening when they made fun of Zane's podcast. I'm sure you'll like them. They are Bill's fans. So that's that's a positive thing. I think they're from Rochester, New York, I think. And me being from Buffalo, maybe our sensibilities are similar. I don't know. I've never, I've, I've listened to little bits and pieces of their podcast, but I'm not, clearly I'm not a regular listener. So uh, I have not listened to that podcast to them playing mine. But if you guys are interested... Uh, it is called, again, the Who Are These Podcasts, and it's episode 291. So there, there you go. So if you're listening because of those guys, thanks. Thanks to those guys. I don't even know who those guys are, but uh, thanks. Who Are These Podcast host dudes? <laughs> you've, you've, great. And I suppose even if they shit on me, People still might come and listen just to go, that's this fucking asshole. Listen to this fucking cocksucker. He doesn't know what he's talking about. He's ranting and raving. He's talking about his life, and his life is shit. Who gives a fuck about his life? And I'll be like, yeah, you are, you're correct. No one gives a fuck about my life. I barely give a fuck about my life. But I got nothing else to talk about. 
So if you're a new listener because of that podcast, thanks. Stick around, I guess. Or thanks for listening once. You're a one and doneer. I don't blame you. I had a guy reach out to me today. He shot me an email. And I, I, well, first off, I appreciate that he sent me an email. I, I don't get too many emails anymore that are, like, personalized. It's all, like, spam or buy our shit or Buffalo Bills updates. <laughs> it's probably the biggest thing, Buffalo Bills updates, which is good to get this time of year, playoff season. It's good to get. Uh, but he's like, hey, man, hey, man, uh, I'd like to help you with your, your medical bills. How, how can I give you money? Do you t- accept Venmo? And I know I know this guy. I'm not going to name names. But I do, I do know this person. So he's not like some weird anonymous out, out of the ether kind of person saying they want to give me money. And I was just like, hey, uh, hey man, I, I appreciate it. Uh, but I've set up a payment plan. Uh, which, uh, to be perfectly honest, uh, I was very stunned that the hospital did it. And they, they even did it in a way like they're not charging me any interest. How about that? How weird is that? Now, I'll be the first one to say, if you get, again, if you're new, I was in the hospital back in uh, November. I've had blood clot issues. And actually, six years ago today, I was in the hospital for the first time. Uh, for blood clots and back in November was my second time in the hospital for blood clots and I wasn't there long uh, both times I was only there like a day and then uh, you know I got sent home and both times they never really did anything to me they did a CAT scan and that was it and then they pumped me full of uh, fucking fluids and then uh, the following day, they sent me home because I was fine. And they're like, ah, yeah, be on blood thinners. And the first time, they were like, yeah, you can be on blood thinners. You cannot be on blood thinners. It's up to you. And I was like, well, then I guess I'm not on blood thinners. And this time now, they're like, yeah, you need to be on blood thinners for the rest of your fucking life. I'm like, ah, fuck. So now I'm on uh, Eloquist for the rest of my fucking life. How about that? Uh, so I, I got a very large medical bill hospital stay bill that um even though i have insurance i have insurance it was still it was still very large and i was like what the fuck how how is that you guys didn't do shit to me there were no procedures i never left my fucking room and uh, i'll tell you this everybody if you can ever avoid taking an ambulance avoid it Avoid taking Uber. I can understand now why people take fucking Ubers to the hospital. Hey, man, you were shot in the head. Call Uber. Fuck that goddamn ambulance. <laughs> it was, I had to pay $500 for an ambulance ride that was 15 minutes long. They didn't do anything other to, to me other than fucking strap me in a gurney. I, I could, I walked, I could have drove myself. I actually asked if I could drive myself and they're like, no, you got to take the ambulance. I should have said, Hey, fuck you and fuck your mom. I'm going to fucking drive myself. I'm leaving against medical advice. AMA. Uh, just tell them I'll be there in like 15 minutes. That's what I should have done. That is because it was $500 for them to fucking 
strap me to a gurney and then wheel me in bunch of fucking dicks never taking ambulance right unless you're unconscious and you don't know what's happening tell them to eat your dick <laughs> sorry emt uh lick my balls if you're going to take me in an ambulance ride, at least perform like some sexual favors on me to make this a memorable ride to remind me of prom. <laughs> it sucked. So I am now stuck with this uh, large medical bill. But like I said, I, I, I'm able to, they're letting me pay it out over a 12 month period of time, which is very, I don't want to say it's nice of them to do because they still want their fucking money. But I guess I should say it's convenient of them. And so this dude was like, hey, man, I'd like to contribute and help you out. And I um, I am a proud man. <laughs> uh, and I'm just not going to accept money uh, for something. So I, I politely, I turned him down. I was like, hey, man, I, ha I, I set up this payment plan. I, I'm, I can cover it. It'll be fine. But this, this is what I will say to you guys. If you do want to help me with my fucking medical bills, the, the best way for you to do it is I uh, I, I will uh, give you shit. For, uh, I have the Patreon, five bucks a month. That's it. If you want to give me some money, go subscribe to the Patreon. I am then giving you something in return. You're getting the Patreon, which uh, here's the deal, everybody. The Patreon is just this. It's this shit, except you're paying for that shit, but you're just getting more shit. How about that? You get the freebies Mondays and Thursdays, and the Patreon is pretty much every other day of the week. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday. So I'm podcasting pretty much every day of the week. So you can do that. Five bucks a month. One less ice mocha mocha, right? You can do that. Or, uh, if you don't want to do that, you, and here's the thing too, everybody, you can go subscribe, and then you don't even need to fucking listen, because I'm pretty sure there are people who subscribe to the Patreon who never fucking listen. It's kind of like they have a membership to Planet Fitness, and then they have forgotten that they have that membership to Planet Fitness, this weird $10 uh, charge shows up on their debit card, because fucking for whatever reason... Uh, Planet Fitness does not deal with credit cards. They deal only with debit cards. Uh, uh, shows up on your on their debit card. They don't pay any attention to it. Eh, it's only $10, whatever. Same shit, everybody. It's just five bucks a month. But if you don't want to do that, here's another thing you can do. I have a little Macari store. What's Macari, Stu? It's a little, it's, a, it's like a mishmash of eBay and Mar Facebook Marketplace all thrown together. And I have uh, shit up there for sale. And the shit I have, the majority of it's sports related. It's m a lot of jerseys, some other weird shit. I put some Funko action figures up there yesterday. Uh, but there you go. So it's a nice mishmash of shit. If you want to go to Macari and buy some shit, please do that. My uh, The link to my store, how weird is that, uh, is on both my Twitter page in my Instagram page, which is just Stu McAllister. So if you want to buy some shit from me over there, that would be great. And fuck, if you if you want to buy it from me without fucking going through Macari, just message me. We can do that too. I don't give a shit. And then last but not least, 
maybe this is the most interesting thing that, that you can fucking purchase from me. Uh, I am getting some Elemental Podcast uh, winter hats. I will be getting not a very big lot of them, but I should. I think I'm getting them tomorrow. I think they're going to be available for me to get tomorrow. And it, I guess it all just kind of depends upon if I can get over the store before they close. But I will have some definitely by the end of the week. And uh, I will let you guys know if you give a shit. I'll post about it on my uh, Twitter page and my Instagram page. Not on my Facebook page. <coughs> Excuse me, because I'm still on a... Uh, Still in Facebook jail for another 18 days. Jesus Christ, those fucking assholes in Facebook. They don't know what a joke is. Uh, so they're, they're, those are three things. Patreon, Macari, or uh, buy a winter hat, Elemental Podcast winter hat for me. It, it's, a, it's a black uh, winter hat with uh, Elemental Podcast embroidered on it. I'm not sure how much I'm going to be selling them for. I mean, clearly I'm not going to fucking... Uh, Destroy you guys with the price, because that's I'm not about gouging. Fuck that shit. Uh, and speaking of Macari, I uh, I sold four jerseys today. It was very weird how there was just this quick fucking uh, slew of of sales, and uh, which was nice. And uh one one of them though. It's funny to me because one of them, I got into a like a, a Macari fight. For those paying any attention to me, uh, you know, I get into Facebook fights all the time. I had a song about Facebook fight, Facebook fight. You are wrong and I am right. You are a stupid prick. You can suck my big fat dick. This is. Another Facebook fight. I would get in Facebook fights all the time. So uh, if you're not aware of how Macari works, you list your item, you put a price on the item, and then people can uh, haggle with you like you're at a flea market or some shit. And I had a Detroit Lions Calvin Johnson double extra large jersey uh, on sale on Macari for 30 bucks. And uh, that's a great price. And I know it's a great price because I look at what other people are selling it for on Macari and on eBay. Because I want I would like to sell this shit. I want to sell it. So I figure if I sell it at a lower price point, I'll fucking sell it quicker and I'll make a little, I'll make a little bit of money. But I'll make it up because I'll sell more shit. And my jersey was $20 cheaper than the next Calvin Johnson jersey of that size, double X. So this is for bigger people, little bigger fellows. And uh, this dude offered me $25, and I, I declined it. 30 minutes later, he offers me $26, and I declined it. You don't have to take it. You don't have to counteroffer. And I'm I'm beginning to learn to not counteroffer with people. I'm like... Pay the fucking price. And literally two hours after he offered me 25, 26, he offered me 26 again. And I declined it. And I just wrote back, hey, man, you can buy it for 30. That's a thing. And then I responded, it's $20 cheaper than the next one. 
And I so I only did that because he offered he offered me these fucking shitty fucking offers, three of them, in like, not even six hours. I'm like, fuck me, man. I, I when I first when I got on Macari, I'm not gonna lie. I was I was there to buy things. I wasn't there to sell things. And so yeah, I was lowballing some people. And there was one dude that I offered. I lowballed him on a helmet. He declined it. And then like a month or two later, I offered him the same price again. I didn't realize that I had done that previously. And he declined it again. And then I messaged him and I said, oh man, I'm sorry for being a dick. I laughed about it. I said, I will pay the full price because it's a, you're offering it for a fair fucking price. So guess who paid full price today? <laughs> it's funny though, because I forgot to tell you when I said, hey, man, you can buy it for 30 that's the thing. He goes, just an offer. No need to be a dick. <laughs> I'm like, I don't think I'm being a dick. And I responded to him, no need to be a cheapskate. <laughs> and that was it. Guess who paid full price for it today? That motherfucker did. It was so funny. There you go. That's all you got to do. Just pay full price. No fuss. No muss. I actually got it out in the mail today because a guy... Who bought a jersey? He bought a tan. Oh, I know. I'm losing all of the fucking new listeners, and I'm losing all of the old listeners. I apologize. This guy, he bought a Tampa Bay Buccaneers jersey for me, and he's like, "Ah, oh, man, you know, I really, I'm, a, I'm down here in Tampa. I'd really like to have it on a Saturday for the game because they're in the playoffs." Other, the three other jerseys I sold was a Tampa Bay jersey, a Buffalo Bills jersey, and a San Francisco 49er jersey. So all playoff teams. How about that? I was really hoping the Colts would make the playoffs because I got a lot of fucking Colts jerseys. And those cocksuckers uh, fucking lost to the Jaguars, the worst team in the league. They got blown out, and they didn't make the fucking playoffs. So now I know it's going to be harder for me to sell this fucking Colts merch because those goddamn cocksuckers lost. But the Tampa Bay guy was like, oh, man, you know, I really hope I can get the jersey. So I was like, oh, dude, as, as a buyer of shit, I completely understand where you're at. So I will try to get in the mail today. And the post office downtown Grand Rapids is open till 7. So I came home. I packed up the four jerseys that I sold. And I was like, I'm going to take them to the post office. I didn't necessarily want to leave my house and fucking uh, go to the post office. But I feel like I am a better seller if uh, there is a certain level of I will ship this shit out now when I can. So there you go, because I know I want my shit as, as soon as possible, too. I had some fucker uh, a couple, couple weeks ago. Marshawn Lynch was like the, the Bills legend of the week or whatever. The, the All the home games this year, the Bills would have a ex-Bills player come and be like the Bills star of the game or whatever. And Marshawn Lynch was one of them, and I, and I have... Marshawn Lynch Bills jerseys because that's who the Bills draft. A lot of you forget he didn't always play for the fucking uh, Raiders and the Seahawks. He, he was fucking drafted by the Bills. He played for the Bills for three years. And he was pretty good, but he was a malcontent back then too. And he actually he had some dumb statement back when Donald Trump was thinking of buying the Bills and everyone was afraid he was going to move him to Toronto and Marshawn Lynch was like, yeah, move move us to Toronto. He didn't give a fuck. 
And I think that was part of the reason why the Bills got rid of him. But they brought him back for the, the player of the game. And so I, I had the one for sale. And the, this guy messaged me. And he was like, hey, can you get this to me by fucking Sunday? And it was like Thursday night. And I'm like, no. No, I can't, you dick. I'm not going to pay extra money for to fucking FedEx this shit overnight to you, you dumb dick. And then he ended up not buying it anyway. Fucking asshole. You fucking asshole. So buy some shit off my Macari, everybody. It's fun. I enjoy it. I won't fucking, uh, I won't fucking, uh, take you for a ride. I'm not in it to make a shit ton of money. But I do say in my bio, if you can find a jersey cheaper somewhere else, you should probably get it there. No need to lowball me instead. That's my goddamn bio. <laughs> Ah, fuck, I love that bio. It's the best. It's true, though. I, I'm, I'm telling you, if you go to Macari, look at my jerseys, look at other comparable jerseys, and mine will be cheaper. If mine isn't cheaper, it's because the other ones are way less uh, quality. The quality of the other jerseys is shit. All right, I've talked for 25 minutes or so here, and I haven't said shit. Fuck, my apologies. Uh, the Bills won. It's great. I stayed up way too late last night. I ended up watching the, the Chargers-Raiders game because uh, whoever won that game would affect who the Bills play. If the Chargers won the game, they would have been playing the Bills in Buffalo. If the Raiders won, the Bills would be playing the Patriots in Buffalo. And uh, I can't lie, I am very grateful that the Raiders won because we get to play the Pats and the Pat, we know the Pats and we can beat the Pats. I am not afraid of Mac Jones. I don't think the Bills are afraid of Mac Jones. Fuck Mac Jones. They'll destroy him. Justin Herbert, the quarterback for the Chargers, is the real fucking deal, everybody. He is a good quarterback, and I would not want to face him. Although, you know, everyone's like, oh, it's L.A. It's an L.A. team in Buffalo. They'll hate the cold and all that shit. I'm like, yup, sure will. But he's still a good fucking quarterback. And I'd rather take a quarterback that we know is not that good and uh, play them and beat them as opposed to a quarterback that we've never, I don't think we've ever played the Chargers before or Justin Herbert at least. So I was up till like goddamn 1230 and I had to get up at fucking five this morning to go deliver Dippin' Dots. Nothing terribly exciting happened today in Dippin' Dot World, so I'm not even going to fucking talk about it. So, uh, But I'm looking forward to the game. The Bills play Saturday night. It's on CBS. I am not sure how I'm going to watch the game, how I usually watch. Uh, there's a guy who streams it in a Facebook group, and I'm, I've been able to watch the whole season through that. Apparently, he's not going to stream the playoffs. I don't have cable of any kind. Uh, I might have to subscribe to Paramount Plus. That's the CBS fucking uh, online platform. Fuck. Maybe I can subscribe for just one month or maybe they'll just have like a free month or free week or some shit. Fuck me. I don't want to go to a bar to watch a game. If I have to, I will. You know, I'm pretty cautious 
with the Rona, avoiding groups, wearing my mask, I'm vaccinated. People might call me a pussy. I don't care. Anyone who would call me a pussy is clearly someone I don't give a fuck about. Fuck, think I'm a pussy. I don't give a shit. Say it to me and we'll go fucking fight in the streets. I'll slap on my brass knuckles and we'll go to pound town. <laughs> but I got, I got called weird today. Because of, uh, you know, all the like, all the weird shit I do. And I said, uh, I responded to them, yeah, yes, I am weird. I will admit to it, and I am okay with it. I am okay with my weirdness. The older I get, the more I'm like, fuck you. I don't give a shit about you. I don't have to impress you. And I'm okay with it. I'll be because a lot of it has to do with like uh, I don't really have too many people over to the house, and a lot of that has to do with uh, Wean Dog. To be perfectly honest, <laughs> Wean Dog hates everybody's guts. There are very few people that Wean Dog won't bark at the whole time. She legitimately will bark the entire time most people are here. Jamie was like one of the only people that. Ween Dog was cool with. Even Graham, Graham Van Baccarino, who used to be on this podcast a whole lot. Graham lived here for like three months. And she would just fucking bark at him a good portion of the time. Always fucking, it's annoying as fuck. And two, I don't know, I'm just, the older you get, the more stuck in the ways you become. And I'm like, I guess I'm just used to now being by myself and doing whatever the hell I want. And not having to be responsible to anybody else. You guys know what I'm talking about? Is there anyone out there right now who lives by themselves and doesn't necessarily have a shit ton of people over and is fine with it? We I talked with somebody today too about like friends, making friends. I'm like, yeah, it's tough when you're an adult. You gotta find like a hobby or something. And like, yeah, you know, you become friends with your coworkers. I'm like, yep, that's true. But then once you leave that job, or once they leave that job, you, you fucking most people don't remain friends. You remain cordial, you're Facebook friends or whatever, but you're probably not fucking calling each other, texting each other, going out and doing things. Or at least I'll say this, at least I know I'm not. There are plenty of people that I really have enjoyed. Uh, being friends with and co-workers with or whatever, but, you know, you, you just kind of lose touch. This is how it works. Does it suck? Fucking absolutely. But I realize that's the reality of life. They've moved on. They're busy with their new job, their family, whatever. Fuck. So I just sit around and organize my sports cards. <laughs> God, I'm a loser. Yeah, uh, there we go. All right, uh, enough of that bullshit. Bob Saget died yesterday. I got a, I got a text from somebody. They shall remain anonymous, and they're like, Bob Saget was never funny, <laughs> and which I thought was really weird because I did not know at the time that they messaged me that he was dead. I did not know. And I was like, yeah, you're right. He's not funny. I uh, I saw Bob Saget many years ago, 15 years ago plus probably. He was uh, doing, he was touring 
He came to Kalamazoo, Michigan. He was playing the State Theater in there, which is a fan-fucking-tastic theater. And uh, Bob came and he played it, and uh, he did not sell that motherfucker out. Not even close. They actually even asked people to get closer to the stage. I mean, it was, uh, it was, it was fairly empty. And the reason it was fairly empty is because, like I said, Bob Saget is not funny. Now, I know a lot of people will argue with me on this. And this, this is how I'm going to respond. I was too old to watch Full House. I did not, I, I don't think I've ever watched an episode of Full House. You know, that dumb sitcom where it was him and Dave Coulier and uh, who, who's that fucking cheesy soap opera dude? And all those kids and the, the fucking Olsen twins, whatever. You know, it was, it was a show that was not geared towards me. It was a dumb sitcom that was geared towards dumb people. <laughs> right? Let's be honest. This was not uh, Emmy Award winning type writing going on. This was lowest common denominator simply written sitcom so I did not watch it I did not watch America's funniest home videos when he hosted that he hosted that for fucking ever you know that is just clips of dudes taking shots to the balls that's what that show is it should be fucking just called uh, nut hitters <laughs> nut nut crunchers nut crackers Ball smackers. I mean, that's what it should be called. Is there a lot of talent involved in that? Fuck no. Someone else is writing shit for him to read. He just needs to be bland, uh, unoffensive. Uh, and there, there you go. Just not, just don't get in the way, Saget. Don't outshine this dude getting hit in the balls by his son playing baseball. Right? So I didn't watch that because that's, again, another show that's geared for dumb people. Dumb people watch that show. Is that show still on the air? Last I knew, Wayne Brady cut from the same cloth as Bob Saget. Except I think Wayne Brady's got more talent than Bob Saget does. He can sing and dance. He's fucking, he's like a triple threat. Bob Saget's a no threat. Bob Saget could not act. Am I wrong? You tell me what what show or movie that Bob Saget did that you can recall that you can go, ah, this was fucking good. He was great in that. I dare you. I dare you to find any TV show or movie that he was in. Now I got to fucking look. Now I'm challenging myself. I want to see if I'm fucking wrong. And I'm, if I'm wrong, I'll admit that I'm wrong. But I'm never fucking wrong. <laughs> All right, Bob Saget. Bob Saget. Movies and TV shows. Okay, here we go. Come on. Full House, no. Fuller House, no. How I Met Your Mother, no. America's Funnest Videos, no. Dirty Work? He was in Dirty Work? I don't even remember him being in Dirty Work. Madagascar cartoon. Farce of the Penguins? No. 
The Aristocrats. Okay, now that was a good movie, but it was like a weird documentary of people talking about real, awful, dirty jokes. So he fit in. Dumb and Dumber, I don't remember him in that. Raising Dead, didn't see it. Entourage, Benjamin, For Hope, uh, Father and Scout, The Grandmother's, To Grandmother's House We Go, Grandfathered. See, this is all shit that nobody has seen. Nobody should see. It's all garbage. He's never done anything worth anything. Now, the shtick with Saget, Saget, is that his uh, comedy was the complete opposite of his on-TV persona. Like, his TV persona was like, ah, oh, he's this wholesome fella. You know, he's on Full House, America's Got Talent, or America's Funniest Videos. You know, very, again, very innocuous. Uh, he, he just don't get in the way. Very bland person. But when you saw him perform stand-up, he was a filthy, filthy motherfucker. Filthy. Filthy, filthy. And here's the thing. A lot of people were very surprised by that. Like, they did not know that he was dirty. Like, they thought this would be a family-friendly show. Oh, my God, he's the guy who shows videos of dudes getting kicked in the balls. Oh, my God, he's hilarious. Well, now he's going to be talking about sucking dudes' balls. You know, I mean, he was a super, super blue. But I knew it. I knew it. So when I went to go see him, I was expecting it. I thought it would be great. And it wasn't. It was just dirty. And I can handle dirty. But there's that level of, it's got to be funny still. Like, you can be dirty and not funny, right? It's just like, my complaint about a lot of clean guys is like, yeah, you're clean, but you weren't funny. And I find a lot of dirty guys are like, yeah, you were dirty, but you weren't funny. And that's what he was. He wasn't funny. Now, you're going to see a lot of people posting about Bob Saget, about like, what a great dude he was and this and that. He was so funny. Uh, you're, you're lying. If you think Bob Saget is funny, you're lying. In, or you don't know any better. Or you're just dumb. It's one of those three things, or maybe a combination. He, he just, I'm sorry, everybody. Bob Sag wasn't funny. He wasn't funny. Now, was he a nice guy? I guess. Everybody says he was a nice guy. I never actually got to meet Bob. I never met Bob, never worked Bob, never shook Bob's hand. Don't know anything about Bob in that capacity. Am I saying he's a fucking, uh, was an asshole of a human being? No. Bob, for all I know, he could be the greatest fucking guy of all time. I don't know. But I'll tell you this, he wasn't funny. Am I shitting on the dead? No, I'm not shitting on the dead. I'm saying it's not funny. When I die, a lot of people will be like, yeah, that podcast was shit. <laughs> I'll be like, yep, you're right. Oh my God, that guy wasn't funny. I'll, I'll argue with you on that. I had to work very hard to get the gigs I did. I don't know how hard Bob had to work. I mean, I don't... Was Bob really much of a fucking stand-up before uh, Full House and all that? I mean, maybe he was, but you didn't know of him as a stand-up. You knew of him as a fucking actor. As a fucking actor. He was a fucking actor, and I liked him acting in fucking Full House. And then you'd go see his performance, and he'd talk about how he wanted to fuck the Olsen twins. Right? I mean, that was... That's the shtick. And you're like, all right, whatever. So, uh, am I shitting on him? No. 
I'm just telling you how it is. <laughs> I always find it weird when people eulogize people and they make them out to be so much better than they were or whatever. I'm like, I don't know, whatever, man. But it's their perspective and that's how they think. And sometimes I feel like, because again, he was, you know, he was a big dude in the comedy world and television world and all that shit. And sometimes I feel like people can still like ride coattails or whatever, even though he's dead. I'm like, not me, man. I am unconcerned. I have uh, zero interest currently of ever getting back on stage again, at least to tell comedy. I'd like to do some more acting. I'd like to do some more of that acting shit. I just need to work harder on doing the acting shit. So Bob Saget, uh, thoughts and prayers, thoughts, thoughts and prayers, T and P. That's what I meant to say. T and P to his family. Uh, they're right now, as of right now, uh, 740. They don't know how he died. They don't suspect foul play. They don't suspect drugs. He was 65. He was older than I thought he was. I'm not like 65 is old. I just didn't think he was that old. So I don't know. We'll find out. We'll find out. He probably he probably fucking did drugs, man. He was at he was at a hotel room. All these dudes die in hotel rooms. He was like on tour, doing some shit. Oh yeah, when I saw him, goddamn, his opener was so much funnier to me. Ryan Stout. I would encourage all of you to go check out Ryan Stout. Ryan Stout, very funny dude, very clever dude. Also, uh, very dark, very blue on the dirtier side and he, but he was funny he was good it was the first time i'd ever see ryan i was like oh my god this guy is great and i've gotten to work with ryan i if ryan follows me on the twitter don't mean to brag <laughs> but uh yeah whatever there you go fucking bob saget he's dead go see your favorite stars before they die they could die fucking young 65 it's pretty fucking young uh, some more people died over the weekend, and I, I just want to ask you guys about this shit. There was, a, there was a big fire in New York City in the Bronx. In the fucking Bronx! There was a high-rise. 17 people were killed with this fire that happened. Apparently, there was a space heater that caught a fucking mattress on fire. Jesus Christ, were you trying to start it on fire? I just don't know how that happens. But apparently there weren't any sprinklers in this building. It was built in 72. It's a little older, I guess, before some of these safety codes came into play. Uh, a lot of the fire door, apparently some of the fire doors were open. Like fire doors are meant to be closed because then that kind of prevents fires from spreading, prevents smoke from uh, moving around. Some doors were open. And 17 people died. Very, very unfortunate. Very unfortunate, but this is this is what I'm going to ask you. Is that news? Is it news? Is it something that I, as a human being who lives in Grand Rapids, Michigan, needs to know? Is it? I'm a I am assuming that the majority of you listening do not live in New York City. You do not live in the Bronx. You uh, have zero idea where this fire was located you you probably couldn't fucking point to the bronx if you were looking at a map of new york city i don't i couldn't i'm not gonna lie i don't know where the fuck the bronx is so is this news but it was on 
both news podcasts that I listened to. It was on both of them. It's on uh, USA Today, their front page, talking about it. And now it's it's clearly it's a sensationalistic story because again, seventeen people have passed away. Um, and that's a lot of people. It's, it's 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 very sad. It's very bad. But shit like this, I'm like, fuck. Do I need to know this? Do I need to know this? Is it important that I know this? And I, in my brain, I go, no, I don't. It's kind of like when you hear about the sort of like goddamn mass shootings too. When you hear about these shootings and like the shooting happened in El Paso, Texas. Fuck, is this news I need to know? It's almost like news to sell ads or sell copy or whatever. I'm like, ugh, it's all bad and it's awful, but I don't know if I need to know it. I don't really watch the, I don't watch the news anymore, everybody. I just don't, I don't have, I suppose I could watch shit online if I wanted to, but I just, I don't have cable. I, you know, pretty much my life is, if it's not on Netflix, Hulu, or Amazon, I probably am not watching it. All very sad. You you guys tell me, am I wrong on this shit? Is it important that I know about this fire that killed a lot of people in New York City? I am not a firefighter. I am not an architect. I'm not a city planner. I'm not any of these things. I'm an asshole who delivers ice cream and talks into a Radio Shack tape recorder. I don't know if I need to know this. And I think we all know ways that it could be fixed. Again, sprinklers, uh, having the fire doors automatically close. But a lot of it, again, it's going to be fucking money because apparently this this, uh, 19-story apartment building was built for like middle and lower class people so it's not a ton of people who have money so you know whoever owns it is not going to do a lot of updates safety updates make things safe for people but it doesn't bring money in I'm sure he would rather have nicer fucking coin operated washers and dryers in, in the basement for people to use those Vending machines for people to use those. They don't want to waste money on sprinklers and fire safety doors that self-close. Ugh, weird. All right, I'm going to end on this. And uh, I saw this and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, is this really, this isn't, this is not anything that anybody is saying. Uh, this is a study that psychologists are talking <laughs> about some shit. And, you know, again, I was a social worker. I'm not a psychologist. I would tell everybody, if you're going to seek out therapy, please do. I encourage all of you to get therapy. Fuck, I should probably go talk to somebody myself. I would tell you to go see a social worker over a psychologist because psychologist is very fucking focused on one thing social workers are jacks of all trades they're they're better i'm biased clearly am i biased fuck yeah and i'll tell you this too always ask your counselor your therapist whatever the fuck you want to call them ask them what their degree is in all right and then ask them what 
kind of therapy they're you're going to engage in because therapists aren't therapists and a lot of people don't ever ask and a lot of people probably don't know to ask but ask ask what are you you family and child counselor you a psychologist you a social worker like what the fuck what are you and then uh and then ask again like what the direction is there's many different type types of therapy so always ask but um let's see psychologists are discussing whether or not they should use certain terms that even if the, the client asks them to use these words, like this is how the client like identifies themselves. If the, the, if the counselor, the therapist should go along with it. It says here, psychologists are showing reluctance to use allegedly reclaimed epitaphs such as dyke or slut, <laughs> despite their patient's direction. The British Psychological Society has advised its 60,000 member therapists to use a patient's preferred term if the patient so wishes. So it's kind of like pronouns. Like if a, if a person, I want to be called a her, even if you're looking at this person and you're like, you would clearly go, oh, you're a dude. But this person identifies as a her. So then you're like, all right, you're a her. Okay, let's do this shit. But now if this patient's like, yeah, I fuck everybody. I'm a goddamn slut. <laughs> like, what? Some psychologists and beyond have criticized the, new, criticized the new guidelines while others pointing to its inherent sexism. Australian psychologist Tanya Marshall called the measure a mess, asking how the use of these demeaning terms could be viewed as therapeutically beneficial. Well, it's kind of like racial slur, the, the N-word. Some people taking things back or whatever. And I'm like, I, you know, I would disagree with it, but sometimes people are like, well, the more I use it, the less stigmatizing it becomes. I just don't fucking know. Would I call someone a slut even if they identified themselves as a slut? Fuck, no, I wouldn't. It, that's a weird term. Maybe I'd come up with, uh, I'd be like, ah, you're uh, sexually adventurous. Right, you'd come up with a synonym of some kind. Slut, no one likes to be called a slut. I imagine a lot of fights have started in bars because some woman was called a slut. <laughs> I don't think you want to do it in a therapy session, regardless of whether or not the patient identifies as a slut. Yeah, like fact, there's a certain level of like, if the patient want to identify themselves as an idiot. Do you fucking continue to call them an idiot? Do I identify them as an idiot? No, I don't think that's healthy for anybody. So I don't think it's healthy to fucking you to call someone a slut. I mean, except for real sluts. You could call real sluts sluts. You just don't call someone a slut in therapy. Um, psychologist Dr. Jason Taylor posed the idea that such words could truly be reclaimed. It is actively used to oppress. We have decades of psych research to show that, and psychologists should never, ever, ever refer to the clients as a slut, no matter what. Uh, a follower uh, on Twitter agreed, saying, I call myself a dyke, but if a therapist ever mirrored that and called me one, I would blow a gasket. 
So there you go. Yeah. So I would say don't call a slut in therapy. Call him a slut in the streets. <laughs> Just that. So weird, man. You know it's not a good term to call somebody. You know it. Don't fucking do it. Don't call a slut a slut. <laughs> call him a fucking whore. All right, everybody, that's it. I'm fucking rambling. Uh, thank you guys for listening to this bullshit. If you're new and you managed to slog through it, kudos. Uh, if you're so inclined, please like the Facebook page. Please like the Twitter page. Uh, again, if you if you would like to help me pay for my medical bills, just give me five bucks a month and subscribe to the Patreon. Uh, if you guys can do me a solid and do these couple things for me too, these are the ads. This is the ad part. I don't I don't necessarily have sponsors, but this is the ad part. Go check out on Facebook Magic JBM. That is a Facebook page for my buddy John Midgley. He is a magician. He's a very talented magician. And he posts things on his magic page, Magic JBM. And he posts his art. And he's a very talented dude. So if you could go like their page, his page. That would be great. Magic JBM over on Facebook. Even though I'm banned on Facebook for another 18 days, you can go like it. Then stay there and go like the Sunday Slaw. That's Adam and Stephanie House. They eat coleslaw. They talk about coleslaw. They do Facebook Lives of themselves eating the coleslaw. So go check them out. If you like coleslaw, and I know you do, go check them out. Adam has purchased a jersey for me. For me, he purchased a very nice Calvin Johnson jersey. So uh, go go check out their page too if you could. Then that you can check out another episode podcast. That's my boy Matt Harper and his friend Mandy Elaine. They talk about movies that shape their childhood. So these are movies that are like twenty years old or older. They're old movies, so like there's no spoilers necessarily, right? Because you've seen these movies, you've heard about these movies, you know what's going on. Every Wednesday they drop new episodes. And uh, you can listen on your favorite podcast platform. And they have uh, a... Um, sorry, everybody. I'm distracted here. I, I shouldn't be distracted. Uh, they got a Facebook page, a Twitter page, and an Instagram page. I'm just trying to figure out what they got here of how many... Uh, what, what movie is coming up. No, they didn't post it there. Maybe Matt has it on his regular page because I know he was recording today the new one that they were doing. Last week was Grumpy Old Men. Uh, this week is Maverick, the Mel Gibson classic Maverick, which I don't think I've seen Maverick. I know Jodie Foster's in it. Um, I remember the TV show, James Garner. I know I watched that. I don't know if I ever watched the movie. But anyway, listen listen for them on uh, Wednesday in your favorite podcast platform. Then uh, stay on Instagram, because Matt is over on Instagram. He's got an Instagram page for his art. Matt's a good artist, too, like John Midgley. He's a good artist, and he's got a page for his art, uh, Matt Harper Art, and he uh, will draw shit for you, and he will sell shit to you. So if there's something you want him to draw, get a hold of him and he will draw it for a nominal fee. He drew my house and it's very nice. So do those four things for me if you could. Uh, I will see you guys tomorrow on the Patreon. Thanks for listening to this bullshit. I love you.
Team P to Bob Saget's family. We'll see you later, kiddo.